coaching college football. Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay? Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? It's not a booster with a big enough blank check. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. With Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From Beck QL. Welcome back. Becky O'Dealy presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday. Thursday Night Football tonight. The Cardinals and the Packers should be a great one. And we got some good games this weekend. We have Mike Tomlin as a short underdog this weekend. And quite a few short underdogs we're going to look at here in this segment and decide if we're going to dive in or not on some of these games. We'll talk through them here. Before we get there... Aaron, uh, we threw up a poll at BetQL Daily asking people which of these, you know, pretty close short underdogs would they back? What are the results here this morning? And this poll is our most fascinating one yet. Very, very close results. Um, the football team plus three at the Broncos at 27%. Steelers plus three and a half at the Browns, 22%. Panthers plus three at the Falcons, 22%. Followed by the Jags, plus three and a half at the Seahawks, 29%. Ooh, that's pretty much even across the board. I feel like there's there's one that stands out. Right, let's talk through some of these games here. Um, why don't we start with Mike Tomlin? Because we heard his voice there, and he's in the news this week. The Steelers, plus three and a half at the Cleveland Browns. We're going to get Case Keenum again for the second straight week. Ten days now. For the Are Browns we sure? Are we sure are we about not? That? Are, are we not? I don't know. What they were saying at, at uh, the Browns beat reporter, and I'm blanking on her name from ESPN. Or no. I, I Man, you know what? There are too many damn beat reporters. I can't keep track. So I'm just going to shut up. And Mary Kay Cabot. Be- Mary there you Kay go. Cabot. Mary Kay Cabot. She's the one that's always on top of it. Yeah, um, she's good. She yeah. was tweeting yesterday that all signs point to Baker starting. You're right. I missed this. So Baker, according to Mary Kay Cabot, got a quote, got a bunch of reps in practice, Stefanski said. Keenum received some as well. It means the Browns, according to Mary Kay Cabot, are preparing Mayfield to start the game as long as he has no setbacks by game time. Wow. That's so would you rather Browns then? Would you rather have a healthy Keenum or a hobbled Baker? Because he's not 100 percent I mean, you right, after right. in the last game. I assume he's begging to play. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> There's yeah. no question. Um, have a healthy Keenum. Here's what worries me about this for the, from this Browns perspective. Baker's better, obviously, right? And if he's if he's mm-hmm. good, if he's feeling good, I'd rather have him out there. But they're splitting the reps this week. Like there is a chance Baker starts. Baker yes. gets banged up again. He gets driven into the ground by a Steeler defender, and they have to go back to Keenum. And now he's running on the field only with half the reps or whatever they did all week. Like he's not really fully prepared for this game. That feels like a risky strategy here. I don't. I mean, can't they just beat the Steelers with Case Keenum? I would think they yes. could. Yes, absolutely. Well, I asked that question because a part of me feels better with a healthy Case Keenum, but with him getting other practice reps involved in the game planning more, uh, more than Baker there. Um, I, I'm kind of torn on this one. I, I'm not quite sure. I was, I was more in on Keenum at minus three and a half, but now I'm not sure. Uh, Baker, we'll see. We'll see. Follow the reports. I definitely lean to the Cleveland side. I wish I didn't have to lay the hook. I wish it was still at three. I'd feel better about it. But the uh, the the matchup that we're all going to be taking a close look at is, of course, you have that Stout Steelers defense going up. 
elite offensive line of the Browns. And how healthy are they now going into last Thursday's game? That was a big question. So the injury report's going to be big, going to be big for the quarterback. And none of the running backs are, are returning, right? And it doesn't even matter based on what we saw from Dearness last week. Yeah, 17 Browns on yesterday's injury report. 11 Jeez. limited, 6 didn't practice. So they are banged up going into this game. I'm staying away from this one. I, I, I am now not – like I don't love this, that they're splitting reps. It just, it's a very odd strategy yeah. for an October – I guess, yeah, October game against a team you should be able to beat. Uh, Aaron, I don't know about this game. This is weird with the Mayfield thing. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay away from it until I know more, have more information. But at this point, I don't, there's too many games on the board. I'm not going to force it here. I would, uh, yeah, I definitely lean to the Cleveland side. We'll see where we are with the injury report. It's just something I just can't get past is this, the lack of explosion uh, that we're going to see from the Steelers offense. So what are they going to look like coming off the bye uh, with the extra prep time? I mean, they are bottom five in most metrics bottom mm -hmm. five whether you're talking about just just total success rate rushing success rate which is what they wanted to do this year get back to running the football there is zero explosion there's set they have the second worst explosive pass rate in the nfl so how are they going to put up enough points and i just don't care which quarterback you go up against interesting uh the browns offense back-to-back uh, -back schedule makers were not kind as far as that matchup offense against great defenses last week it was broncos this week it's steelers yeah that's a lot especially for a, a, a you know up and down quarterback situation all right so that game is a three and a half let's go to washington football team they're getting three that number moved from three and a half down to three against the denver broncos i just i, I can't lay points right now with teddy bridgewater he was horrendous last thursday night this this team has gone they, they are it's funny, the Panthers, who we'll talk about in a minute here, these two teams are the same. They start off 3-0, built on defense, and 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 the quarterbacks just think. I mean, that's the bottom line. The, the quarterbacks can't be trusted. The offense can't be trusted. I like the Washington side here. I feel like their defense is starting, Aaron. They're starting to play a little bit better. And Heineke, like, they really were in that game against the Packers. And that was that weird play where yes. he slid into the end zone and then, you know, the fumble yes. or whatever it was, giving himself up. I like the Washington side in this game. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I really thought the Washington football team could have or should have beat the Packers. They were in that game, um, but then kind of shot themselves in the foot in the red zone. So it is tempting to take the football team plus the points against the Broncos. My gut's telling me to pass, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Would you, since since it is um, minus three or plus three, would you tease the Washington foot, put, put them in a teaser? You do that. No, um, you don't have you don't get much from the Broncos' offense. So are they going to beat right. anybody by double digits right now? So I I understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm probably going to pass on this one though. So, I do think that the Washington Football Team is well at least defensively looking like they're trending in the right direction, but it's still a team I don't have a good feel for or, or really trust. The bad Teddy games. Well, you had that, that injury in the one, but Baltimore, he was not looking good. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Those are three really good defenses. And you don't have a really good defense in Washington. Like He got back on track a bit. And he turned the ball over a lot against the Raiders. But early in the season, uh, the trash teams, when they got out to that 3-0 start on the year, I'm wondering if we get that bounce back spot here with the extra time to prepare 
Oh man, Von Miller did not practice on yesterday. Uh, yesterday, so keep a close eye on that. Scary Terry was not practicing for the football team. The man is busy. What so. is up? Yeah, <laughs> I saw him at the grocery store buying flowers last week. So. Last week, so perhaps, something, something perhaps happened. he's distracted in his love life. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, how you attack Washington? That's not fair. How you attack Washington is is through the air uh, right now. But can Teddy do oh, that? Secondary, yeah, has can, been off for years. But is Teddy is Teddy going to do anything there? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Broncos great against the run. That's the one thing Washington does do. I, it's not one of my favorites, but if asked to to pick a winner, I would go with the Broncos at home here. Yeah, the one thing I, I noticed about the Broncos, their defense has fallen more to middle of the pack in yards per play allowed. Like they're not, I think they're fifteenth now in the NFL. Maybe tied for twelfth or whatever, but it's like they're they're ranked fifteenth and and they're below the top ten. Right, they're not as dominant as they looked. Look, when you play the Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars. It, it it skews at what you are. I mean, they're a good defense, but I don't. Who's the better quarterback in this game, Heineke or Bridgewater? Great question. I'm not based I like on Heineke. how they're, how they're playing right now. I'd go Heineke, but Heineke was the guy that was 0 for four in the red zone last week against a terrible Green Bay defense. Yeah, that's so, a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. I also want to bring up, I saw on Chase Young's Instagram that he just released a song with Wale. I don't know when this was recorded, but I have a problem with this being released like this week. Like, it's just, it seems like, is he distracted because he's underperforming? I had him as the sack leader preseason and I'm just annoyed. Dude, like, don't be you need to call the junkies. Songs. You need to talk about this with the junkies. <laughs> I'm on with it. them tomorrow. Oh, tell me about this. Well, I, I know. I mean, after you told us that, Aaron, I, I'm now on. I'm on the Denver side. I can't trust it. I, I agree. Team. I mean, I'm like on a Wednesday when it's supposed to be. You're dialed in. You're focused at practice, and you're posting on your Instagram about a song you just released with Wale. Like that really bothers this is, me. Yeah, this is you're you're calling in the sports radio. You need to do it right now. Do it right now during our show. Oh. They I, will eat it up on the judges. There's no That's way he recorded it in season, right? Like, I don't know how long those things take to produce. I, I don't know. I thought about listening to it to see, is he singing? It. Is he or rapping? And then I thought it's going to annoy me even more. So I didn't listen to it yet. But yeah, we need it for off the board tomorrow. If it's clean enough, we need it's to play just, it tomorrow. Don't you guys find that like annoying and obnoxious? Like mm-hmm. at least be low key about it. Don't release it now. Your team's not doing well. The defense is playing better, but I don't understand why he's. You know what? Honestly, that. honestly, what that he tells He should be embarrassed. So. Nationally, everybody loves Ron Rivera. Um, I think that shows a little bit of lack of respect for your head coach. Like, I've seen this in the past. Uh, like, when Mark Trestman was here, players walked all over him, didn't really care. There was a practice on Monday. Lance Briggs said, eh, I'm not coming to practice. I'm going to open my restaurant in right. California on a Monday. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, when you have actions like that, Jalen Johnson uh, last week, what he posted to Instagram, the fine that he got from Matt Nagy with the whole letter, he put it on Instagram. He said he meant to send it to his friends on Instagram. Another example of a, just a lack. Jackson used to walk all over Jay a, Gruden. A lack of respect. Remember when he twisted his nipple during the <laughs> I don't recall the, the nip twist. Oh, my I God. Remember it's that. one of the best. You have to Google it. I'm sitting there, and he gives him a titty twister. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. 
We know what the name of the po- the, uh, the, the segment <laughs> podcast for this one is. That Paul, we got this one down. <laughs> Just don't overthink no, this one. But the best part is he catches Jay Gruden off guard, so he comes up behind him, scores, boy, <laughs> like runs off. And Jake Gruden is like, get off of me, jerk, kind of attitude. We lost Joe O. <laughs> you automatically lose the locker room if any player comes up and does that to you. Like, you automatically, you never can win the locker room back. It is over. <sighs> so uh, football teams, one and six against the spread. I wonder if that's going to turn around at some point. But anyways, yeah, I mean, I do think it's a problem that he's recording music or I don't know when he recorded. I'm hoping it was the off season, but I think he was already criticized for not. He was on Family Feud during the off season. I think that rubs some people, you know, the wrong way. What? You hate Chase. You're so mad about your sack leader bet. You are on the attack against Chase. She's on the offensive now. This guy cost her a bet, and now he's recording songs. Get him out. Get him out. (laughs) By the way, just quickly, just just so we can have a a nice way to wrap this up, I searched the story. My favorite part is the Washington Post headline. I guess this must have been around the same time as the uh, You Like That Kirk Cousins thing down there. Mm -hmm. So the Washington Post headline is You Like That? Deshaun Jackson tweaks Jay Gruden's nipple. That is the Washington <laughs> Post headline in 2015. What an See, amazing I, headline. When I Google it, it says Deshaun Jackson gave Jay Gruden a twist and he shouted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Denver minus three it is on Sunday. Um, all right, let's hit this one. Carolina plus three. There are three-point dogs now in Atlanta. What, what are we doing with this game? I know Paul Aspen has taken the week off of the Panthers, and it's, it's probably better for his health that way. Let's just give the Panthers a break. The, are the Falcons good now? Have they turned this around? I mean, they got blown out by the Eagles week one. It looked like a disaster. Joe, I think I texted you during the game against the Jets or early in that morning. I was like, I'm done with Arthur Smith. And all they've done since then is, is they've played pretty well, right? They beat bad teams. This is not impressive yet. But they, they've won, and they've got their season back on track at 500. What do we think? Falcons three-point short favorites at home. Panthers, the three-point dog. Uh, so the look-ahead was one and a half. The open was two and a half, and now we're up to three. So that's significant support to get to that key number of three for the Falcons. Is Kyle Pitts the best offensive weapon right now that's going to be on the field in this game? He is. He might be, right? Just based on the is. last two games, 19 targets, 282 yards. I think he is. And if you look at – the season numbers for the Falcons offensively, they're going to look very different than the last couple of games. So are they going to keep this going a little bit? You know, I, I think this Panthers defense, are they as good as we thought? I'm not sure that three and zero start. A lot of those numbers are because yeah. that, that great start to the season. Uh, they played terrible last three weeks. They're second worst in net yards per play. And then I'm uh, backing Sam Darnold. Are you insane? And I'm only getting a field goal. I am not interested in that. I hope Paul really does take a break from them because I, I can't with Carolina. It's time. I, I just I, we, We're looking out for Paul's health. Stop back at Sam Darnold's. I mean, I watched no. PJ Walker play on Sunday. I can't do that again, please. I just, I can't, I can't watch PJ Walker play. That's an interesting one. We'll dive more into these coming up. Pam Maldonado will join us next from Yahoo talking some college football. Big week coming up. We'll get our thoughts on all the biggest games between Michigan and Michigan State. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. It's Becky Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.